You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey there, welcome to episode 200 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Well, hello, gang. Welcome to another show. This is episode 200, as it says in the introduction and on the title card for the podcast. 200 freaking episodes. That's a lot. And I thought better do something special, spectacular, inspiring, amazing, unforgettable for episode 200. And what I had hoped to do was bring you the Ellis Little sex worker interview. Uh, As I'm recording this, it's Tuesday evening and we were scheduled to have a Skype call yesterday on Monday and uh, you would hear it today on Thursday. But that didn't happen because it's very hard to schedule a conversation with this lady, apparently. Uh, We were supposed to a month ago, and then we were supposed to this past Monday. Now, however, uh, we're scheduled to have a call this coming Thursday, the day this episode comes out in two days from now, but today as you're listening to it or whatever. You know what I mean. Time travel, podcasting, woo, timey-wimey. Anyway, so hopefully this Thursday, that conversation does go ahead and that'll be episode 201. Whether that actually is the case or we're going to get rescheduled or I'm never going to talk to this lady, I don't know. But I thought it would be interesting to learn about sex work, teach you folks out there in podcast land a thing or two about uh, what she's all about, all that kind of good fun stuff. But uh, that remains to be seen. So next week, either it'll be the Alice Little interview or it'll be something completely different. You just never know. Let's see. I just wrote down a list of different things that I wanted to talk about. So there's no flow through in this actual episode. I I thought calling it 200 random thoughts would be a fantastic idea. So I wrote down a list of some thoughts. I I don't have 200, unfortunately, but I'm just going to uh, go through the list as I wrote it down and uh, we're going to talk about it. So if you're ready, sit down, strap in and uh, relax because it's going to be quite the adventure. And the first thing on my list is the end of the Rusted Robot podcast. Last week, what I did is I kind of cheated. I played an episode for you that I originally recorded for Rusted Robots, final episode. But I put so much effort and work into it, I wanted to share it with all of you out here in Soulforge land. And uh, maybe some of you listen to both Rusted Robot and Soulforge. Maybe some of you don't. It hasn't got a lot of downloads. Uh, Not nearly as many as a normal episode does. Maybe because it was an hour and a half. Maybe you read the uh, show notes and decided, I don't want to listen to a Rusted Robot episode. Uh, But it wasn't geeky. It was just basically a history of the podcast and everything I went through. And I filled it with clips. So if you haven't taken a listen, you definitely should. It's uh, it's definitely funny. It's full of historical archival information. Uh, It's a little bit sad. All that kind of stuff. 
So basically, this has left me free on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings, because what I would do is record the thing on Saturday and edit the thing on Sunday. And now my weekends are free, and it's kind of a little bit weird. Um, what do I do with my time? I don't know, because I've been doing that for over seven years, and uh, it was always an imperative. Oh, I got to record a rusted robot. I got to get the geek culture out there. I got to share my knowledge and uh, theories and speculations with the world. And, and now, all that time, it's free, and I don't have to do that anymore. So um, I'm going to enjoy that free time for a little bit. Uh, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do this summer because like last summer during lockdown, couldn't get together with Josh and the gang. And uh, so I did a lot of solo episodes out at camp. Going to camp is not conducive to Saturday morning recording sessions with Josh and Kitty because usually we'd go out to camp on Friday and come back Sunday. And so then uh, I'd be out there Saturday and recording a thing by myself with my spotty internet and uh, then come back and rush to edit the thing. And that would waste a whole bunch of time. So now I don't have to worry about that this summer. Maybe I'll do another pop culture podcast in the future. But for now, I'm enjoying my free time. It's kind of like giving up a part-time job almost. So there it is. That's that's my thought for End of Rusted Robot. Uh, so I've been thinking about new podcasts to start, and that is the second item on my list. And I've got a name for a new podcast, uh, but I would totally have to change my lifestyle in order to accommodate it because uh, the name is Cannabis Cast with Chuck and Charlie. And it's just a bunch of C's for alliteration. And uh, so my idea for that show would be to get high and then just talk about whatever comes up at random. So I don't know how difficult that would be. And who are Chuck and Charlie? People I made up just because they have C names. And uh, I, I thought of doing it uh, with my fiance Julie. I'd be Chuck and she'd be Charlie. Uh, I thought about doing it with other people, like my brother Robin, because uh, he likes to get high. And so I thought, well, why not? Cannabis cast with Chuck and Charlie talking about whatever. I don't think that's actually going to go because, eh, who cares, right? So that was just an idea. I'm always thinking of different podcast topics and ideas, and I, I could probably start seven or eight different shows. Most of you may not know this, but there's something called Pod Fade. And what that is, is after a few episodes, people usually lose, I'm not even sure what you'd call it, uh, lose momentum, lose their heart. They, they just usually give up after about seven episodes. So a lot of podcasts just fade out after that. They fade away, hence Pod Fade. Uh, however, Rusted Robot lasted for 330 odd episodes we're at episode 200 here on soul forge uh i think uh we're somewhere around the 30 episode mark over at uh, the cosmic pizza podcast so those ones are going well so anyway we'll just have to see what happens in the future okay what else have i got on my list totes of toys okay now i don't know if i've talked about this very much over the course of uh, Soulforge podcast. I know I've talked about it lots on Rusted, but I have been a collector of things my entire freaking life. I have a vague memory of being, I don't know, two or three years old and sitting on the floor of my bedroom. And uh, I had a five drawer dresser and the fourth drawer was filled with my collectibles. And I have a memory of sitting in front of my dresser with the drawer open, looking through all my treasures. What those treasures were, couldn't tell you because that's more than 40 years ago but that's one of uh, my earliest memories so like i said always been a collector 
And uh, once I hit my teenage years, I really, really got into collecting action figures, mostly uh, Star Trek The Next Generation action figures. So now I've got like, I don't know, between 20 and 30 various sized totes of things that I've been hauling around forever because why? Well, because I, I wanted to have more toys than my friend Andrew, who was also a huge collector, and he still is. And I've known him since grade six. The last few years, I've decided, well, maybe I should start downsizing my collection because, well, it started out with uh, Star Trek action figures, and, and then uh, what else did I get? Hallmark ornaments, uh, and then they stopped making Star Trek figures for a while, so I had to collect Star Wars figures and comic book character figures and Babylon 5 characters and so many different things. So what have I got? I I've got books. I've got Lego. I've got... Uh, ornaments, I've got mini starships, I've got prop replicas. Uh, just looking around my room here right now in my office, uh, I've got uh, a 16-inch Starship Enterprise, I've got a 12-inch Alien Xenomorph, I've got uh, a, a, like a 10-inch Terminator figure. I, I got so many different things just floating around here. My, my shelves behind me are filled with Eagle Moss Starships, uh, Micro Machine Starships, and also Star Wars titanium vehicle replicas. So lots of things like that. Funko Pops behind me on the floor. Just you name it, and I've probably got at least one of it. And so about three or four years ago, I, uh, I watched that documentary on minimalism and decided it was time to downsize my collection because I'm the only one interested in it. My brothers don't care. My kid doesn't care. Most of the girlfriends I've had don't care. Uh, I'm almost... A, 45 I will be in September so while I'm still young and healthy I figure I better start downsizing and get rid of things and uh, maybe focus the scope of the collection so what I want to do is focus on my Star Trek love I'm going to keep my Babylon 5 figures and uh, I'd like to expand my Thundercats collection because that's my favorite cartoon of all time and the rest of the stuff I'm trying to slowly sell it off and that's an issue because of all the totes it's just so overwhelming so what I've decided to do is go tote by tote and start selling the things off as best as I can um, I've listed a bunch of things on my Facebook page and a couple collectors groups on Facebook so far I've only sold one thing with the potential to sell a bunch more just waiting on people's uh, income tax returns and to decide whether they're actually going to pull the trigger and buy the stuff or not. But I, I did sell one thing there earlier in the week, so it's coming along. And I've got uh, two totes on my bed right now in the spare bedroom uh, because my office has my my shelving with my starships, my computer, and my uh, my bed, my spare bed for guests and uh, just all kinds of stuff. There's a Lego shelf and a bookshelf and just you name it, and it's got it in here. So anyway, my bed is covered in action figures and little mini starships, micro machines, all kinds of stuff. Just waiting for people to either purchase it or for me to post some more stuff online because I was going to just uh, go through all the totes all at once. But I need a gymnasium and about 45 uh, folding tables to lay it all out and see what I have. Because every time I go through a tote, I'm like, oh, I forgot I had this thing. I haven't seen this in 20 odd years. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to sell my toys and focus on the collection. And what am I going to do with all this money? Uh, I don't know. Maybe go on a nice fancy trip. But every time I try to go on a nice fancy trip, either the plane gets canceled or the flight gets canceled or COVID happens. So I've never gone on a fancy international flight. Maybe one day. 
So that's what I'm doing right now. That's where my focus is. I'm trying to sell as many toys as I possibly can, tote by tote. Okay, and speaking of international flights and COVID for everyone, COVID for everyone. Why did I write that down? Well, because I had this crazy thought the other day that uh, everybody's getting vaccined and the cases seem to be skyrocketing. So either the vaccines aren't working or uh, the people are just going crazy and having gatherings and doing all kinds of stuff. So it made me think, what if we're going about this all bass backwards, completely the wrong way? What if instead of all these lockdowns, what if we just totally opened everything up and just let the chips fall where they may. COVID for everyone. See what happened. It, they, they say there's about a 2% death rate, so that's not a lot. And, uh, no, you know, hear me out, hear me out. I'm, I'm not an anti-vaxxer or anything like that, and I'm not necessarily endorsing this idea. It's just a thought experiment because we, we've restricted everything and the cases are just rising. They're, they're crazy right now. And so what if we had gone the other way? Instead of locking everything down, we just went business as usual. And would the virus have played itself out? Would more people be dead? I, I don't know what the answer is, but it's a fun thought experiment. So mm, that's uh, that, that's where my head is at right now. I don't know what the right answer is. Uh, I know there's a lot of people anti-vaccination, uh, the anti-vaccination league and the anti-lockdown league and all those people protesting about all that kind of stuff. Uh, I just can't get worked up about it like that. But I haven't gotten the vaccine yet. I think I'm able to now in town, but it, it does kind of worry me a little bit because, well, uh, we don't know what the long-term consequences are going to be. Sure, they've done lots of research and most of the vaccine stuff is from previous stuff, but uh, lots of blood clots, lots of different things. I don't know, I, I'd like to wait a few years until... Uh, all the people who have uh, been mutated with, with extra arms and legs and, and tails and stuff uh, have, uh, well, we figured all that stuff out. I, I don't really know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't know what's happening. It's very scary, and uh, I just want it all to be over with, and I want to go on a nice fancy trip. And speaking of a nice fancy trip, why don't you go on a ride and listen to this podcast promo for another podcast right here on the ESO Network. More positive than a New Day pancake. More fun than a super kick party. It's the wrestling podcast from the host who is the hammer swinging, burrito eating, well, you know the rest of Thunder Talk. Sexy Thor! It's the Ring of Thunder found in the Thunderverse and among the great podcasts of the ESO Network. And since I haven't edited the podcast yet and I haven't looked up the promo in advance. I don't know what promo that was for, but it's on the ESO network, so I'm sure it's fantastic and you're really going to love it. What else have I got on my list? Oh, Puppy Life. Remember uh, about three weeks ago I did Puppy Love, that podcast episode where we, uh, we we got Nimoy as our new puppy, and he's a micro teacup Yorkie, and we've had him just over a month now, and he is such a sweetheart, but the peeing outside and the pooping outside is uh that training is not going 100 percent great he, he uh, he's got his pee pee pads and we've got a little litter box for him with a pad in it um and he, he does ring the bell to go outside sometimes but uh, he still has accidents sure he's he's uh well he was born february 3rd and this is coming out april 29th so he's not even quite uh three months old yet so he's still learning he does not like to go for a walk on a leash 
We finally got him used to having the collar around his neck, but uh, I've tried two or three times to uh, take him for a walk on the leash, and he just rolls around, and he doesn't want to move, and so that's a little bit difficult. But uh, it's he's cute, and uh, he, he likes to beg for food, and uh, he, he likes to nibble on my fingers and uh, sleep on my shoulder when... Uh, when it's bedtime because we were trying to crate train him for bedtime sleeping but all he would do is whine and moan and, and bark so we put him in the bed with us <sighs> he sleeps through the night and he, and he doesn't pee on the bed so that's good because when we put him in the cage overnight he uh, he's lonely so he pees and poops in there so that's weird because most animals will not pee or poop where they sleep but Nimoy doesn't care so he does so that's uh, that's Nimoy and uh, he's cute and he's a lot of work and uh, he pretty much runs the house, but uh, I don't know. I've never had a puppy before. I'm still getting used to it. Not getting a lot of sleep at night, but is it worth it? Yeah, because he's gorgeous and he's fun and he's cute and he loves me to death. So there's all that. Now, next on my list is Celebrity Crushes. You'll remember about a month ago, I did that podcast episode. And uh, on the Easter holiday, what I did was uh, I logged into Disney Plus and I found that Jodie Foster movie that I had talked about that I'd watched so many times as a kid called Candle Shoe. Uh, I think it came out in 1978. And uh, I used to watch it in the early 80s so many times, but I had forgotten all about it. And uh, so I found it on Disney Plus and I watched it. And... Uh, well, I didn't remember too much of it. I did remember a couple scenes here and there, but it held my interest enough to watch it through its entirety. So that was okay. Do I need to ever see it again? I don't believe so. But uh, it was definitely worth watching again. Always did love Jodie Foster. And uh, I think she was like 14 in that one. But And I was, uh, I don't know, 6, 7, 8 when I had watched it. And now I'm 44 and she was 14. And I'm like, hmm... It doesn't have the same appeal. Uh, but then I watched another Jodie Foster movie that came out in 2018 called Hotel Artemis. And she plays a nurse in the future who lives in this hotel and she takes care of criminals at the hotel. And boy, she's looking old. Holy crap. It was a fun movie. So it's on Netflix, Hotel Artemis. Worth a watch. It's uh, a good distraction. Okay, what else have we got here on the list? Do you guys and girls out there in podcast land, have you joined the Facebook page? because it's important that you do. I share a lot of fun memes. And uh, last week I asked, okay, guys, what would you like to hear for episode 200? And of course, very, very little response because nobody ever answers me. Nobody ever sends feedback. It's very sad. But I did get a couple suggestions from Steve from the A Play on Nerds podcast network. He's been on this before, this, this show. I think, uh, what, episode 115, if I remember correctly? It's something about moving anyway. It's, it's in the one teens. I'm not sure exactly the number, but 115 sounds right. And uh, he had three suggestions for me. First, he wanted me to talk about zoos. And I'm like, really? Zoos? Uh, what do I know about zoos? Well, I remember um, when I was maybe 13, maybe 15, I don't know. Uh, my dad took us to the Toronto Zoo. There was an animal there a cat. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was. I know it was black or, or white with black stripes or white with black stripes. I can't remember. It was mostly one color with some color of the other color, black or white. I don't know, whatever it was. And it was the most rare animal in the entire world, cat-wise. And uh, so we looked at the cat and we said hello to the cat and it walked on its ledge. And as it walked away from me, it sprayed me in the chest. I don't know if it was pee, if it was a scent marker, or what it was, 
but uh, I had to take my shirt off because it was smelly and gross, and so the rarest cat in the world sprayed me directly in the chest, and the people I was with laughed and laughed. So that's pretty much all I remember about the Toronto Zoo. However, I grew up in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada, and back in the day, well, we still have the park called Bellevue Park, and uh, I went there so many times as a kid, especially with my grandfather. They had a, a kind of a zoo of sorts. It was a park uh, with swings and slides and old ships and all kinds of stuff, but they also had animals, and they, they've gotten rid of those maybe 30 years ago. I don't know, and I tried to look it up online to see what the animals were that they had, but there's no information on the websites anywhere, but what I remember... There were deer in cages, there were swans, uh, I think there was a panther, there might have been a lion or a tiger, and uh, that was on the, the main road leading into the park. And then way, way deep into the park, there were way more animals. And they had bears and peacocks and foxes and otters and, uh, oh, I can't even remember how many other different animals they had. But it was it was such a beautiful sight. Uh, always went to see the animals. It was great. And then I guess either the funding ran out or they uh, thought it was cruel to animals to keep them all locked up. But they took out all the cages, all the stuff, and you would not even know now that there were ever any animals there. But it used to be just jam-packed, right filled with all kinds of different animals. And that was a great childhood memory. So Steve, that's what I know about zoos. And you also asked about phobias. Do I have any phobias? The only phobia I have is uh, an irrational fear of the dark. Yeah, I, I don't like uh, walking up the basement steps if it's dark behind me. And why do I have that? I don't know. It's irrational because I know there's no ghosts or goblins or creatures or monsters going to get me. And yet there it is. The reptile part of my brain still thinks there's something in the dark and it's going to get me. So that's the only phobia that I have. And you also asked about pet peeves. Do I have any of those? Probably a ton, but the only one I can think of is slow drivers. You ever sit with me in a car and there's a slow driver in front of us? Uh, you'll hear all the swears, and I do mean all of them. And it'll be a constant stream. But uh, that, that's about it. Slow drivers, gotta hate those. And uh, let's see here. So that's uh, Steve's queries and the answers. I haven't done this in a while. I should probably play the ESO Patreon promo. If you like all the shows on the ESO network and you want to support us on Patreon, Patreon, whatever the heck it's called, uh, do it by following all the advice here in this promo. Everyone these days could use a little support, and your friends at the ESO network are no different with the ESO network Patreon. The cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit. With four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week, you can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early, hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO network. And isn't that awesome? Yes, it's great. So uh, if you have a spare 25 cents or whatever and you want to support the ESO network, there you go. If you want to support this show, you can by going to ko-fi.com slash rusted soul. That's coffee.com slash rusted soul. There's a link on the website, soulforgepodcast.com. Minimum donation on that thing they set it up as three dollars so it's kind of like you're you're sending me a coffee but of course all that money is going to go to the hosting fees which are about 130 40 dollars a year so everything is always appreciated you don't have to it's just nice to uh get the occasional donation to 
let you let me know that you're thinking about me out there. Okay. Anyway, I hate talking about money on this freaking thing, but uh, that's, uh, that's what it's all about. What else have I got here? Dukes of Hazard. I I, uh, I I used to watch the Dukes of Hazard all the time as a kid, and in fact, um, I have a memory of uh, being like seven years old and rushing home from school, getting off the bus, and uh, flipping on the TV and watching that week's Dukes of Hazard. Lately, there's been some controversy about it because of the uh, Confederate flag and how that promotes racism and stuff. But um, it's just a really fun show, and uh, at least my memory of it is. So what I did was I've been uh, looking online for the Dukes of Hazard complete series because I, you can't stream it anywhere. I can't find it. I haven't seen it on TV in like 100 years. So finally, I found a good price and free shipping. And so I ordered the thing and I got it last week. I watched the first three episodes on the weekend. And uh, it's cheesy as heck, but it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm going to keep watching it, but I've only seen the first three episodes but it's it's good. Uh, it's nostalgically awesome. I, I can't really give much of a report on it because it's only been three episodes, but it held my interest. I watched them back to back to back. I have nothing bad to say about it. It's probably sexist. It's probably racist. It came out in the 1970s and 80s, so that was a whole different time. But uh, I had to buy the box set, so I did. Also on the list, house prices and lumber. Well, have you seen the house prices lately? They're outrageous. Julie and I are thinking about buying a house together. So we've been watching the uh, the realtor.ca page and the uh, the Facebook ads and all kinds of fun stuff like that. Looked at a house last week and it was okay, but it's nothing special. And uh, the lady had posted it online for $209,000. Uh, and then she got a realtor and they posted it for 249000 So I looked at it anyway, not worth 249000 Maybe two oh nine at the at the most, but mm, not really. It's a corner lot, which I never wanted, and uh, it doesn't have a big entranceway. It's it's one of those ones where you come in and uh, either walk up the stairs to the main entrance or you fall down the basement if somebody's behind you. So I hate that, but we're still looking. And uh, I, I've noticed that houses that haven't sold in a year have just been snapped up. On my mail route, there's a house that uh, has been for sale since I got the route uh, 14 months ago. And uh, about a month ago, it was sold. It's been for sale the entire time, and now it's sold. And so I was talking to the realtor about that, who showed me the house that we looked at. And he said, yeah, there's some guy or group from Toronto who uh, came in and bought about 52 houses all at once that were under 150 grand. Now there's no houses in town under 150 grand and all the houses that are selling, people have jacked up their prices. So now is not a time to buy a house. Definitely time to sell, but not to buy. So there's that. As for lumber, um, just before recording this, I came across a post that said uh, last year in April, uh, if you were going to buy a build a, a deck, maybe 200 square feet, uh, it would cost you approximately $900. Uh, now, a year later, that same deck would cost you $3,900. So lumber prices are nuts. House prices are crazy. Everybody's insane. I don't know what's happening, but there you have it. Okay, what else have I got on my list to talk about? Uh, just a couple more things. Episode 209 is coming up. And why is that important? Well, that's a month and a half away, so it's not really that important. But uh, for for a while, I've wanted to call that episode Ed 209. And why? Well, because 
Oh, let me just, uh, do I have it here? No, it's in the other room. Um, Robocop is one of my favorite films of all time. And there is another robot in that show called Ed 209. Uh, Ed stands for Enforcement Droid. So I've been thinking, well, I want to call episode 209 Ed 209. Please put down your weapon. You have 20 seconds to comply. Because it's funny, at least to me. So am I going to talk about enforcement droids on that episode? Probably not. Uh, what else could I talk about for Ed? I could talk about erectile dysfunction. Do you guys want to hear about erectile dysfunction? Or what else could we do? We could do extra dimensions. That's another possibility. That That's Ed. Um, I think I had another one too for Ed. Uh, let me see. Extra dimensions, erectile dysfunctions, enforcement droids. And uh, there was another one too that I can't remember now because I'm talking about it and I didn't write it down. But that's an idea. So maybe maybe episode 209 will be called Ed 209 and it'll be one of those uh, topics. I'm not sure yet. Purple. Purple is my favorite color. Did you guys know that? I don't know if you did. Um, it's always been my favorite color ever since I was a little kid, as far back as I can remember. Uh, I remember being like 10 years old and I wanted, when I got older, to have a purple car. I've always been slightly embarrassed by that because purple is more of a, a feminine color. But it's not really. But maybe it is. So... I don't know. Um, but I've been trying to get over my embarrassment for loving the color purple. So uh, what did I do? Well, as you know, I recently purchased a new vehicle and I got a steering wheel cover with purple highlights. I was going to get the red one because that's more masculine or maybe the black one. But nope. I said, you know what? I'm 44 years old. I don't care what people think about me anymore. So I got the purple steering wheel cover and i'm also thinking about getting purple seat covers what do you think about that is that crazy is that uh, refreshing is that uh, a good turning point in my uh, mental health development i don't friggin know but there you go that's what it is purple and the final thing on my list is bad teeth did all you folks out there in podcast land know that i didn't smile for 15 years i'm not sure i've ever talked about this on the podcast well, when my adult teeth came in when I was, I don't know, 7, 8, 9, 10 years old, the teeth were too big, my mouth was too small, they were all crooked. And uh, it was very obvious. My three front teeth, well, the two main ones, and then one on the side. Uh, one of the front ones was behind the other two. So it was very obvious. Never had the money growing up to get braces. Uh, for, for some reason, though, my dad did pay for my brother's braces, my younger brother's braces, because he had buck teeth. So he got the braces. I had the crooked teeth, but he, he had buck teeth. So was that fair? Probably not. So when I was 23, uh, I had my own job. I'd finished university, and I said, I'm getting braces because I'm tired of having crooked teeth. I had no confidence. I didn't smile. It, it was awful. And, and so now it's almost been 20 years since I've had straight teeth, but still... Occasionally, I still think I'm that guy with the crooked teeth and don't smile. So it's it's uh, because I forced myself not to smile to show off my crooked teeth for about 15 years. Uh, I still don't feel like I smile naturally in photos. So I'm very self-conscious about it. And that's not something that I've ever mentioned before on the podcast, I don't think. So I just wanted to bring that up. Is, is there any significance to that? I don't know, but I always uh, have a lot of sympathy, or maybe it's empathy, for people with bad teeth or crooked teeth or whatever, and uh, so I don't judge them harshly because I know how expensive braces can be. I, uh, in 
what was that in uh, 1999 money it cost me $4,500 so I don't know what they would even cost now but that's the thing that's what it is that's what's happening and uh, that right there my friends out in podcast land is the end of my list so to wrap up uh, if you are looking for any kind of specific toy I may have it and if you're interested you can email me soulforgepodcast at gmail.com tell me what you want maybe i'll have it and we can work out a deal Uh, i'm not looking to make a fortune i am just looking to make back what i paid for the thing and uh there we go so anyway thanks for listening to the episode thanks for listening to all the previous episodes that's 200 episodes folks thanks for joining me on this journey if you would be so kind as to leave a review in your podcatcher, give me a five-star review or a 10-star or whatever the highest review is, that would be awesome. Uh, let other people know about the podcast. Join the Facebook page. Share the links. Like all the different things. Uh, give me some feedback because uh, I'm dying out here, gang. But anyway, that's all I got for now. We'll talk again next week. And until then, take care. And remember, always go too far because that's where you'll find the truth. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.